Hey, welcome back to the podcast, My Road Trips Planner. My name is Shane. Thanks for listening. Hey, we're just going to jump into it. But before I get into the, the podcast altogether, uh, there will be some road noise. I want to see how this sounds um, driving while recording this audio. Just to make sure you all know, I can see the road. All I'm doing is talking. And so let's get going. You know, I really believe one of the biggest planning planning ideas you need is points of interest. And so points of interest are very simple. They're things or events that you're going to do on trips. And so one of the biggest things is after you know who's coming, where you're going, And what's your budget? Now you can start planning these little events or big events that will be on the trip. So one thing I've done and my wife has done when we were getting ready for Disney World with our boys, we had our boys watch a lot of videos on Disney World. And we would watch them with them and we'd say, oh, look. This is what you can do at the Magic Kingdom. This is what you can do at Hollywood Studios. This is what you can do at Epcot. This is what you can do at the Animal Kingdom. Like, those are the four places. And, like, we went on these podcasts. Podcasts. I'm talking on a podcast now. We would go on these YouTube videos and watch. And I think one of the biggest and most um, thing I started seeing from my boys is that they started – putting opinions together and being able to say, yeah, I want to do that. I definitely want to do that. And so whoever is going to be on your trip with you and they're coming, let them have a voice. I think that is the biggest thing we can do. And definitely if you have kids, if a kid can give you their opinion, like a three or four year old still, let them have a voice. Because if they can have a voice, they're going to enjoy this trip. They're going to say, oh, wow, mommy, daddy, thank you. And this is the thing. Letting everyone have a voice gives the opportunity of the person to help plan this trip. So they feel like, oh, this is part, I'm part of this. I got to have a say. And so we did that with our boys. We let them pick out events or activities they would want to do. Now, did me and my wife plan most of it? Sure. But we gave our children a voice in planning. And giving them a voice in planning really gives them the opportunity to say, I want to go on this vacation because this is my vacation too. This is our family vacation. And it doesn't just belong to mom and dad, it belongs to us too. So, in saying all that, make sure everyone has a voice. So, so points of interest could be anything from just spending the day at the beach, at a certain beach, or it could be, hey, while you're on the road, you want to stop at a certain location. 
So when I took my cross-country trip, when we planned to go on our cross-country trip, the biggest thing we said was we wanted to go to the Grand Canyon. And so we made sure that the Grand Canyon was on there. And then we wanted to go through Vegas. So we put Vegas on it. And then all the places we wanted to go, Nashville, um, San Francisco, Los Angeles, like all these places we wanted to go, we started putting them down. And we started to say, yeah, we want to go here. We want to go there. You know, Phoenix, Arizona was one we wanted to go to. and We got to walk around downtown. So, so picking these points helps you create a trip. It puts the trip together. These points of interest help to create a bigger picture of what's happening. If you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drive from Connecticut to California. And you just start driving. But you haven't picked any destinations or points of interest to go to, then it can get a little boring. But having points of interest saying, oh, man, I cannot wait to see so-and-so. I can't wait to see this. I can't wait to see that. And this is the thing that I learned that I really enjoyed is that when I saw the Grand Canyon with my own eyes, it took my breath away for a moment. There is no picture, even the greatest photographers in the world cannot do the Grand Canyon justice. You have to see it with your own eyes. Even Zion National Park, even Bryce Canyon. And there are other places I haven't seen yet, and I can't wait to see them because I know that there are some more breathtaking monuments, breathtaking areas that I have not been to. And I want to get there, and eventually I will. But here's the one of the, the big important things. Put it down on a piece of paper. Write it out. I mean, even if you want to use, as I was saying earlier, use road trippers. Listen, just put it down. Get those points of interest on a piece of paper because if you don't put them down and later on you're like, oh, I drove past that. And what if it's a thousand miles you've already driven past it? You're not going to turn around. Maybe on the way back you're going the same way, but you're not going to turn around to go see that. And when is the next time you're going to get there? Unless you're someone on the road all the time, that's when you'll get there. So listen, all I'm saying is if you want to have a really great road trip, have points of interest. And you can have as many points of interest as you want. That's up to you. But remember time. And that's the second part of this. You have to know how much time you have. Don't just assume you have all the time in the world. And this is where points of interest become a little more serious. Because when you know how much time you have, so you're taking a road trip and you say to yourself, I got three weeks. That's it. Three weeks. I have 21 days and then I got to be back at work. And that's what happened to me. And so when driving across country, I had that in mind. I knew I had 21 days and I would eventually have to get back to work. So I know my timeline. So having a timeline now gives you the opportunity to put in your points of interest. And you're going to have to choose those points of interest because you should have a list. I believe 
that you write out as many points of interest as you want. Have a big list. Have a huge list. But have, have that paper and then figure out your timing. And then you have to say, okay, I can't do this. I won't have time for this. Maybe I'll have time for this. And you have to make those choices. And so sometimes you may even say to your kids, hey, you have these five things. I need you to pick two of the most important ones. And that's what will be put on the trip. And that also helps kids figure out choices, that they have to make a choice. And choices are hard for kids. But what's really great is to see your kid grow and say, hey, you know what? Hey, Dad, I wanted to do these five things, but here are the two I really want to do. And I, and I praised my kid. I said, I said, that is great, buddy. That, that is awesome that you were able to make that decision. And we've done other things, too, when being on a trip and say, okay, boys, we're going to let you have the choice today. We're either going to go back to the hotel room or we'll, we'll go to another park today. And sometimes they want to go back to the hotel room. They're exhausted, too. They're tired. Or they might say, hey, we have it in us. Let's go to the park. Go to another park and ride some more rides. So, listen. I think the biggest thing I, I want to get out of this is that points of interest are very important. But the thing that ties points of interest together is time. Time is the most important thing when it comes to points of interest. So listen, when you're putting your trip together, make a big list. Start with a big list of points of interest. Have fun with it. Tell your kids to come up with 10, 12 things they want to do. That's fine. Or places they want to stop and see. That's totally awesome. But also remind them, say, hey, look, just so you know, we're probably not going to do all of them. We might be able to do half or we may only be able to do two of them. But let them be prepared for that. Give them the truth. Don't just hide it from them. Let them know that this is what you're doing. This is what we're doing. And so, look, I'm going to tell you one last story before I go. When I was on the road trip, we had to make a couple changes sometimes. And for me, when I was by myself up in Oregon, I really wanted to at one time, I've always wanted to jump in the ocean. And that was something I knew I was going to do. But there were other things on my list. But I always wanted to jump in the ocean. And I said, I'm going to jump in the Pacific Ocean. Now, picture this. It's February in the Northwest. It's probably about 32, 33 degrees, almost freezing. And I said to myself, I'm here. I'm doing it. I don't care. And so I pulled up to this little path that you can walk down to the ocean and I jumped in and it was freezing but I really believe the biggest thing that really helped me was knowing that that's what I really wanted to do and that was a point of interest I'll never forget 
And so I always tell myself, if there's something you really want to do, go for it. Because right now, maybe it's time to plan. Or maybe it's time to just start learning. But let's do something. Even if it's a road trip for a day, even if it's a road trip for a weekend, or maybe you're gonna go travel around the country, any road trip's good. And finding those points of interest are going to help create a bigger, better plan and a better trip. So hey, if you've listened this far, thank you for very much. If you can leave me five stars, that would be great. Or just hit a like button. I hope, I'm not sure about that, but hey, I'm getting used to this podcasting. This is only the second show. Thank you for listening. Hey, my name is Shane from My Road Trips Planner, the podcast. Hey, the road's open. Let's drive. Thank you.